Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, we roll along. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance on one of the busiest and most frantic and most calamitous days that I can ever remember in my entire life. You know, I said earlier today, uh, the great Kmart continues with us here, Kimberly Martin, who's nice enough to pop over here whilst being uh, pulled in nine million directions here at the South Street Seaport Studios on first take all morning long, because everyone has finally figured out what I knew first, which is that she's one of the best insiders in the entire business. She's with us on International Women's Day, which is lovely and lovely to have you here. Uh, and I'm going to need your help with the, the most important woman in my life in a minute. But mm-hmm. so, so we were joking around about this. Someone said to me, like, how would you describe the importance of this? And I said, well, this is the thing you joke about, which is to say, if you said to me, hey, what, what's going on, Greeny? If I was trying to think of the most incredibly impactful, meaningful, significant, consequential thing that could be happening in the world, I might say, I don't know, the Jets are about to sign the greatest quarterback of all time. Like, that's actually happening as we speak. And so you got to catch me up on the latest right now. Which is why I told you don't listen to Chris Canty because he's a wet blanket, although I don't know if they could win a Super Bowl. Um, So as of now, I believe the Jets contingent has landed from California. The the hope for the Jets is that this is – Hopefully, the first step in a lot of steps. This is a get to know you. This is a first date. Because think about it. Nathaniel Hackett, their OC, is the only guy that has any history with Aaron Rodgers. Robert Sala, Joe Douglas. Like, they're all meeting for the first time, and you're going to make such a colossal decision. You have to get very comfortable very quickly and then convince this guy, hey, you don't want to retire. You want to come to New York. And and have and you want to be you want to lead this offense and this young team and you want to pitch them on you'd be an icon here you'd be bigger than Greeny if you came here hmm. you'd be like Empire State Building big you know um, and 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 so we've got free agency looming but that right now there is no hard deadline for the Jets and that's the tough thing if you're a fan such as Greeny hanging by the edge of a seat waiting for news. The Jets are going to wait this out because they've made it clear that's their number one target. And the other side of it is, is it Jets or retirement for Rodgers? I'm not sure how we got to this place, but it doesn't feel to me at least like any other teams are involved in this. So is this like a one-horse race? Right. As of right now, it feels that way, especially because... Where you, if, when you have Brian Gutekunst, the Packers GM, saying at the Combine, Jordan Love is ready to play, and then you have the Packers giving Aaron Rodgers permission to talk to another team, well, then it sounds like you're not really worried if Aaron Rodgers walks out the door. And think about it. They moved up to draft Jordan Love as the succession plan. That succession plan seems to be itching closer to actually taking place. So that leaves Aaron Rodgers with either the Jets retirement or maybe another team, depending on how things shake out with Jimmy Garoppolo and the Lamar of it all. Um, but it could, it sounds like right now it's just the Jets. Yeah, w- which I don't really know how to how to to process, process that. that yes. <laughs> you know, well, but but, but so here's what here's how I described yesterday. <clears throat> I remember when each of my kids was born, having the conversations with people. Oh, the contractions are coming so far apart. They're coming uh-huh. so far apart. Yeah. Yesterday. I was refreshing Twitter so far apart. First, it was every five minutes. Then mm-hmm. it was every three minutes. Then it was every 30 seconds. They're coming that quickly yep. because every time I refreshed my feed, mm-hmm. something else had happened. Mm-hmm. Now the Jets are on the plane. Here's yep. who's on the yep. plane. Now they're yep. going out there. They're meeting with Rodgers. The Packers have moved on. Uh, oh, by the way, Lamar just got franchised. Yep. Mm-hmm. So there's so much going on. So in the midst of all of that, we have a question of the day. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. Many weeks ago, 
unbeknownst to me, well, not unbeknownst to me, I knew about it. I was actually the one who suggested it. I read about this play in the Times called The Wanderers. And I said to Stace, this sounds good. We should go see this. And we like to go see matinees because I get up very early in the morning. We don't usually go to the theater at night. We like to go in the afternoon. So we got tickets for this afternoon at 2 o'clock. So yesterday, mm-hmm. Stace says to me, in the midst of all of this, I mean, the contractions are coming fast, mm-hmm. right? I'm refreshing my Twitter feed every 15 seconds, and there's new information there. Damien Woody called me to make sure I was okay. <laughs> swear to God, I swear on the lives of my children. My phone rang, and it was Damien Woody to make sure I was okay. And, he, and, and, and Stace says to me, do you want to go out for an early dinner tonight? And I said, I can't. I literally can't. Absolutely not. And she said, what are you talking about? And I said, I, I can't go while this is happening. I can't sit in a restaurant and, and talk you. about other things while this is happening. And I said, and cancel the theater tickets for tomorrow. Give them away. Give them to someone. Someone will appreciate the tickets. Let someone else go. She said to me, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I said, I can't go to a play tomorrow. She said to me, so you're telling me you need to just sit there and refresh Twitter constantly. Yeah. And I said, yes. Yeah. And she said, well, how long could this go on? I said, indefinitely. Yeah, no end in sight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in her mind, we're going to the play. So Himbo just looked it up. It's 105 minutes, which it turns out is an hour and 45 minutes. And it does not have an intermission. Oh, no. So I will be sealed off oh, like, no. like, a, like I'm in a silo. Uh, you, it's almost like you're in like... Like a darkness retreat? Almost it would be like, like that. that. Almost like that, yeah. For an hour and 45 minutes without information, what do I do? I do not know. I think you find somebody else. I think you sign What do you Stacey mean find to, somebody else? Another you wife? You sign Stacy to the non-exclusive. Yeah. Tell her, go find a guy between now and 145 <laughs> that she can go to this to play with. Yes. And she can, she can sit with him because you have other things to do. Yes. You've got to be on your phone. So you're saying scrolling. I give her the non-exclusive yes. franchise tag. Yes. And I say, it, and, and, and this applies solely to the seeing of this play. Yeah, the not next to, two hours, like, <clears throat> the ne- like the next four. Like, let's not be crazy. You're going to need another husband yes. for this for the, for the, mm-hmm. this afternoon. This is Have a brilliant put in an idea. Sheet. I'll sign it. Yeah. And then away we go. Here's the problem. I don't know anyone who'd go. <laughs> Everyone problem. I know wants, is worried about the dead. The problem is that this is your idea. You wanted to see yeah. this. I know. This is your yes. fault. Well, I do her. want to see it. It looks good. But Aaron Rodgers in green, a different shade of green looks better. I've never wanted to see anything badly enough that I'd miss this. Like, I'm telling you right now, if, I don't know, I'm trying to think of one of the most, in, in, my daughter's graduating from college on June 12th. Mm-hmm. That's a very, very big day. I'm probably going to miss game five of the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the host of the NBA, but I'm going to miss that because of my daughter's graduation. If this was hanging in the balance, <laughs> I'm not sure I could go to the graduation. Like, I just don't know that I can. Because if you're a Jets fan and you've been waiting for a moment such as this, it's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. And it's Aaron been Rogers my is- whole life. Kmart. I'm an old fart, and I've waited my whole life. Well, that's what I think. That's what people don't understand. Like, yes, we were on Get Up earlier, and Schefter. We're talking about the the timeline. It's hard to predict because with Aaron Rodgers, you just don't know. If you're a Jets fan that has been starving, thirsty, grasping for air, oxygen, water, you need a quarterback. Yes. This is this is your moment. Right. 
And Aaron Rodgers isn't trying to water you just yet. Well, We're not sure. Well, so, so, so knowing him, as we don't. As we don't. As we don't, <laughs> because no one seems mm-hmm. to. Like, right. what's going to happen here? And here's, here's the other thing I want to say quickly mm-hmm. about compensation. Mm-hmm. Shefty was making a big deal this morning yeah. about how much the Packers are going to want. Here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers can force that. Because if Aaron Rodgers says to the Packers, I want you to trade me to the Jets, mm-hmm. and if you don't, I'm just going to show up and you're going to have to have my $58 million on your books and whatever that is, they're going to have no choice but to trade him. They're going to have to work with him. That's how Brett Favre got himself to Minnesota. He unretired, and the Jets had no choice but to cut him because they'd already drafted Mark Mm -hmm, Sanchez, mm -hmm. and that's how Favre got where he wanted to go. He was going to retire rather than play another season for the Jets. Mm -hmm. Rodgers can do that. He can just basically say, oh, yeah, you want me to retire? I'm not going to. Deal with me. I'm on Mm -hmm. your books now. And this is going to hamper your entire season. You would not be surprised if that. Hello. That's exactly what I want him to do because I don't want the Jets to have to trade anybody of consequence for him. So I don't think the compensation is going to be that outrageous. I hope for your sake it's not. But if I'm the Packers, I want outrageous compensation because why are you so excited about getting a 40-year-old quarterback? Because he's just that good. Right. So if I'm going to lose that, as much as I want to get him out the door... If I'm going to lose that, I still want to get a lot of compensation for him. No matter, even though I will help him pack his bags, I still want some draft picks. I still want something out of you. Do most people think it's going to happen or not? Like most of the people, you talk to literally (sighs) everyone. Kmart has become, and I don't say this just because you're sitting here, you become one of the absolute best reporters in the entire National Football League. So you talk to everyone. Mm -hmm. Do people think it's going to happen? It's funny. A week ago, People were not feeling like the Jet, like they weren't thinking, oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be in a Jets uniform. It was a possibility because we knew the Jets were so desperate and were one of the teams that wanted him. But the, but the retirement talk, like the idea that there was still, he could retire, but now he's meeting with the Jets, like this whole roller coaster. It, I don't think, I think everybody, like yourself, Greeny, just wants this to end. Like they want the ride to stop because at every turn, there was he's going back to Green Bay or he's going to retire. And now all of a sudden it's Jets against the world and they're going to get they're going to get Aaron Rodgers. So I hope that it does. We'll see what winds up happening. Anyway, I have to let you go back to yes, first take. They're going to yell at me. Uh, <laughs> thank you, as always, for everything. I need you to call Stace in a commercial break. Right? Oh, yeah. and just kind of smooth this thing over for me. All right. You're the not <laughs> I'm putting the non-exclusive franchise tag. That should go over big. <laughs> the great Kmart. We're back in a moment on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like For the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. 
Brainstorm. What is something that works so well that it's basically magic? Air conditioning? Noise-canceling headphones? Meeting-free Fridays? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling sleek skis, Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to all other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash greenie, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash greenie now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash greenie. Greenie, the podcast. All right, Greenie with you on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. March is a huge month for basketball, of course takes top talent to help these incredible teams get to this level. And if you're hiring, you can find top talent with ZipRecruiter. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. Okay, so, so much going on, obviously, in all the football and everything else. We've talked a lot about Aaron Rodgers today, about me having to go to this play. It's 105 minutes today that I'm going to be uh, unable to be connected to the world, and that's uh, usually something that I treasure and today, it's something that I'm very worried about. And someone said to me in a break here a minute ago, so what? Like, what will happen if, if you don't, if it happens, let's just say for the sake of argument, this news happens, and you don't hear about it for a half hour, then what difference does that really make? And I didn't have a good answer, because it doesn't really make any difference, but somehow it seems to mean everything in the world. I mean, I, for, this is going to be the most significant thing that's happened in your sporting life, right? As a fan, I mean, that has to be up, up there. there. Yeah. You, you want to find out the right way. That does matter. You know, I guess the same thing. Let me ask you a question, Bubba. You ever watch a game on the DVR now? Back, back in the day, we used to videotape, you know, we'd, we'd tape a game on the VCR and then right. try and find out, not find out what happened. We used to joke on the old show, Bob Picozzi was the best in the world at that, <laughs> yeah. at taping a game and not finding out what happened and watching it. It was great, and it's, yeah. it's so much harder to do now than it was then. When you, would you, if you did that in the 90s or even the early 2000s, before there was social media, you could generally avoid finding out stuff you didn't want to know. It's much, much harder to do now. In fact, I almost never do it. But on the very rare occasion that you do it, let me ask you if I'm the only one who feels this way. So because sometimes if, if let's say for the sake of argument, the Jets are playing on Monday night football or Sunday night football, I'll DVR the game. I'll wake up and I'll watch it in the morning. There's something and for me, at least there's something about the fact that the game is not going on live that changes the experience of watching it for me. Like you could watch it exactly the same way. You could watch through the commercials. You can you could you could literally watch it as though you could change nothing 
and just watch it as though it's actually happening. And yet it doesn't feel the same. Bubba, am I the only one who feels that way? Uh, no, I'm, I am 100% with you. I, I hate watching games on a DVR, and if possible, I will never do it. Um, no, I'm, I'm with you. It's, there's, I, I don't know how, how you can quantify it because there's just something different about it, but you, you're just missing that, that live factor where you just, you just need to watch it live. I don't know what it is either, but I, I can't do it either, and there'll be plenty of times where there have been, whether it's a Mets game or something, a late one where I've just – Instead of DVR it, I've just not watched it because I won't want to DVR the next morning. So I'm right there with you. And, and I will watch it without knowing what happened. It's not like I get up and I see what happened and then I go. So what I'll do with other Monday night games, if, if I'm really tired and I don't want to stay up and watch Monday night football, which is most of the time, um, you know, because of my hours, I will DVR the game. Then when I get up in the morning, I will go through the notes. I'll see where the important stuff happened and I'll scroll through my DVR and I'll watch, you know, the big play, the big call, whatever it is that, you know, you need to see. I don't need, I don't do that with a jet, with, with a jet game. I get up and I, I don't look at my phone. I don't do anything. That's actually the easiest way to, um, to not find out what happened is to go to sleep, wake up, not pick up your phone, and at 4 o'clock in the morning, watch this when your entire family is sleeping. So the, the likeliest way that you would find out about this Aaron Rodgers to the Jets trade would be through Adam Schefter's Twitter feed, right? Correct. And so you're going to remember where, where and when you saw that for the rest of your life. Right. You don't want to find out from an usher at a Broadway show or from someone else or See, that two hours later than everyone else. No, but you may have actually just hit upon a genius idea. I got to get in, I got to find an usher who recognizes me before the play. I've usually got about a 50-50 shot of that. If I recognize an usher who, 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 or if I see that an usher knows who I am, I might sneak over to him before the curtain and say to him, now here's what I need you to do. I need you to sneak out into the hallway every now and again and you be checking Twitter. And if something really monumental happens, I need you to come and escort me from my seat. I need you to come over and act like I've done something that I shouldn't do. Excuse me, you're going to have to leave in the middle of this play. And just take me out. I'll bring my coat. I'll bring whatever you want. I'll come right out and I'll just, and I'll go. Here's the thing. Your wife has to know in advance that this is going to happen because... Why does she have to know that? Well, she's going to be mortified if you're (laughs) arbitrarily, in her mind, excluded from the play for reasons she does not know. You think that that would be even in the top 10 of mortified moments she has had being married to me? No, but that's certainly something that you could strive to avoid. In no, no, I, I'm long past. I've been married 25 years. I don't need to strive to avoid being mortified. She's mortified by me constantly. Um, that's the <laughs> least of my concerns is that Stace will be mortified. So, so, and, and, and it would not be my fault. Like at that point, like I would not have done anything wrong. The usher will have eschewed me out for i don't know having my feet in the aisle or something like that <laughs> whatever it is what reason can you get thrown out of a play i don't know like I, i'm not sure You're exactly what he could accuse me of multiple doing. checking your phone offenses i guess no but i can't check my phone i will not be that person i will not i don't want to ruin the experience of everyone else who's seeing the play it's so dark if you've there. been to a theater i love theater stace and i go a lot i grew up in new york my parents loved theater so i've always loved theater. we go to a ton of small theaters off broadway i love it there's nothing worse than when someone is checking their phone and it's within your line of sight. Nothing. I mean, I will stare that person down like there's no tomorrow. I'm the, I will be the person who will say something. Bubba, I have a quick question for you. So I'm going to read here from the Wanderer's website. And what it says is, two couples from very different worlds face the joys and challenges of commitment, culture, and community until a surprise email from a movie star puts one of their marriages to an unexpected test. And Bubba, my question for you is, 
This was Greeny's idea to watch this. Mm-hmm. Is he really going to die on this hill with that plot? Sounds like a good plot. You don't think that sounds like an intriguing play? Not at the expense of finding out that I found Aaron Rodgers on my team. But nothing could be worth it. Oh, and yeah, he didn't know that, that at the time. Yeah. They, they could, they, I, mean, could be, I could know. be seeing Les Mis. It wouldn't make any difference. <laughs> what, name the best play ever. I could be seeing Hamilton. There's, there's no thing. I could, be, I could be somehow magically beamed back in time and watch William Shakespeare, the first ever performance of Hamlet. And if when the guy stands up there and says, to be or not to be, I would answer, that is the question that Aaron Rodgers is asking himself right now. Do I, whether it is nobler to suffer the slings and arrows of the New York media or stay here in the cheese and whatever else it is. By the way, he lives in Malibu. They're flying out to an airstrip in Malibu to meet him. How good must that guy's life be? I would retire immediately. Not that anyone ever hit me again for as long as I live and just be Aaron Rodgers living in Malibu for the rest of my life. But he's not going to do that. He's going to come take the Jets to the Super Bowl. By the way, you just mentioned a question I, I have for you, and that is, are you certain that Aaron Judge, excuse me, Aaron Rodgers will properly handle the, the New York media? Is that a concern at all? No and yes. I mean, no and no. I'm not certain of that at all, and it isn't a concern. Rodgers doesn't give a damn. Here's the thing about Aaron, okay? And I don't know him well. I barely know him at all. I can't pretend I know him. We did one event together one time at Mohegan Sun. And he was, at least in that night, he was very laid back and very nice and very friendly to everybody. So I, I, that's, that's my experience with him. I don't have any other. Um, but what is evident about him is that he is a person who is very, and, and I don't mean this at all, in a negative way, he's very committed to what he thinks, to what he believes, to what he thinks is the exploration of life. I think sometimes he is thought to be a bit of a kook. I'm putting that in air quotes because of some stuff that he is interested in that I actually myself am also interested in. So I don't think that he really cares. I think he's able to use as motivation slights, but I don't, so, so legitimate slights that legitimately bother him, I think, matter to him. I do not think what the callers on the talk shows are saying about him is going to mean a thing to him at all. I mean, this is a guy who's been deity in Green Bay, Wisconsin, for the last decade and a half. Right. You don't, if, thing, if things go sideways and, say, the fan base turns and the media turns, you don't think that there's really any downside to it at all? You think it's all immaterial? Of course there's downside, but that's true of anyone. I mean, I think he'll handle it better than Derek Carr would. I think he'll handle it better than Zach Wilson did. I think he'll handle it better than anyone else I could think of. Who better to fend that off than a person who can fall back on one of the most accomplished resumes Mm. in the history of his sport and a person who is so obviously very secure in who they are, or at least very... um, a person who has as healthy a self-opinion as he obviously does, I think is probably better equipped to walk in and handle that than anybody mm. would. I mean, no one will if, – if you come to New York and you become public enemy number one of the fan base or the media, no one is going to like that. Like, that's, that is going to be a challenge no matter who you are, no matter what your circumstances are. Anyway, I didn't even get to what I meant to here, which is all the Lamar stuff. We've got to catch you up. By the way, Greeny, I think yeah. a perfect thing for you to do for the, uh, for the theater is bring – just like Seinfeld did, bring a Pez dispenser. That'll be your out. That'll get me thrown out. Yeah, do that. That'll be your out. Just like uh, you know, Elaine started laughing at the piano recital. Bring a Pez dispenser. That'll get you out to the usher. But what happens? I don't want to get taken out if nothing happens. 
That's that, but problem. that'll be your excuse for when the usher can come get you. So when the usher comes to get me, he can plant a Pez dispenser on me. Yes. That's what we're going to do. We're going to have him sneak a Pez dispenser yeah. in, and then he's going to say that I had a Pez dispenser. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And then I'll have to explain to Stace at some point how I got a Pez dispenser. <laughs> what a bit. <laughs> and why I got caught. Okay, I actually think this is a good idea. Uh, we're continuing just a moment after this word from ZipRecruiter. March is a huge month for basketball. It takes top talent to help these incredible teams get to this level. And if you're hiring, you want the most talented people on your team. How do you find them? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter uses its matching technology to find the candidates who are a slam dunk for your job. It's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash greeny to try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. We'll be right back on ESPN Radio. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny, the podcast. All right, it's been that kind of day as we work our way through this trying time for all of us. What will happen and when Will it happen, and am I going to actually sit through a an hour and 45-minute intermissionless play uh, at the matinee that we have scheduled for today while the Aaron Rodgers news hangs in the balance? Those are the things we have on the table as we continue this morning uh, on ESPN Radio. I want to mention also uh, about the movie Champions. Get ready for a movie that's in a league of its own, the new comedy Champions. Woody Harrelson is the star. 
He's a hot-headed basketball coach who's in over his head when he's court-ordered to manage a team with intellectual disabilities and a whole lot of attitude. The movie is directed by Bobby Farrelly uh, or Farrelly. I, I never. I think it's the Farrelly brothers, right? Farrelly. Either way, they're great. They're the Dumb and Dumber and something about Mary. So get ready to laugh at a comedy that is nothing but net champions only in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, screenplay by Mark Rizzo, directed by Bobby Farrelly. Now, okay, or is it Farrelly or Felly? Uh, Farrelly, the Farrelly brothers. Farrelly, okay, so now all of a sudden I sound like Chris Russo. <laughs> now, I just heard the report from Chris a couple seconds ago uh, from uh, Diane Ruccini, Ruc- uh, Ruc- uh, how do you pronounce her last name, who said Atlanta is not going to be in the mix for this. Diane Ruccini. Diane Ruccini. Ruc- uh, that's so great that is so good uh we're live above the heineken river deck at pier 17 so so we have obviously all of these different things going on we got the big stories yesterday in this order were rogers because to me that's the big one lamar jackson which may be in the big in the scheme of things is actually the biggest one and then the daniel jones all that stuff got sorted out now we sort of steamroll our way towards um, free agency and everything else, and I just sit here refreshing Twitter endlessly. When I'm not on the air, like this is the time that I'm most happy to be on the air because I can just sit here and wait for someone to tell me that there is some news out there, which is what I would like to be doing in my house anyway, and which essentially is what the act of refreshing Twitter is. That said, there are two stories, Bubba, that have been in the Google Doc, and Cam as well I want to bring in here. We haven't heard from Cam much today. Two stories that have been in the Google Doc that you guys put in there, and I feel like they've been in there a long time. So at least one of them is not a new story, but it's very funny. And, and these guys, they do a good job of finding funny stories out there and that they know will sort of catch my eye and figure that we'll have a little fun with it. So there were two of them, and I've, I, have, I was staring at them, and I couldn't decide which one I wanted to put in the show today because I was thinking to myself, which of these stories is funnier? So what I decided to do is I'll do them both, and we will decide as a group, as a hashtag crew, which is actually funnier. You ready for this, Bubs? I'm ready. Cam, you ready? Here we go. Okay, here is a story that uh, the guys found on NBC News that a couple was on their honeymoon in Hawaii, and they went out snorkeling with a tour group. Now, if you've ever done that, I haven't ever done it in Hawaii, but I've done that, where they take a bunch of people on a boat, you know, the, the, there's a boat and it takes you out somewhere in the ocean, like, you know, pretty far away from land, and then they they stop, and then all the people, you get your snorkeling gear on and all that kind of stuff, and everyone snorkels around, and they're keeping a very close eye on you. Everyone is required, at least in the ones I've been, to wear some sort of life preserver or something like that because they can't take a chance that anyone is just going to drown on this thing. And you're looking, you're snorkeling, you're looking at all the fish and the coral and the whatever else it is that you're seeing there, and then they let you know, all right, we're all getting back on the boat and we're going back. So there's a couple that went to Hawaii on their honeymoon, lovely, they did this. But the boat left them in the middle of the ocean, just the two of them, and they were forced to swim back on their own. Now, there is no tragic ending to this, thank God. They did not either A, drown, or B, get eaten by sharks or some other things that might eat you in the ocean. But it does seem like a hell of a thing. So the headline is, couple on honeymoon goes out snorkeling with a tour group. Boat leaves them in the middle of the ocean. I asked Cam... 
with the knowledge that no one died from this, how funny is that on a scale of 1 to 10? Objectively, it's fairly funny, but even if no one did die, if this happened to you, that's like a horrifying and like life-altering traumatic experience, it I could feel be. like. Yes. It could be. Even if you don't get eaten. If this happened, you would not find it funny. Absolutely not. Like this is not a, if, if this experience took place in your life, you would not find it your funny. Your greatest fear in yeah. life, best I understand it. Right. Is being eaten by a shark. Correct. This is raising the, pro- the probability of that by an order of magnitude. So even the possibility of that happening would have to be something for which you would require years and years of therapy. Well, this is a, a federal lawsuit has been filed about this. Elizabeth Webster and her husband, Alexander Burkle, said they had to swim about half a mile to shore, according to a federal lawsuit. They're a California company. They were honeymooning in Hawaii. They sent a tor- uh, said a snorkeling tour group abandoned them in the ocean for more than an hour, ultimately forcing them to swim to shore. What do you mean, a- a- Bubba? Abandoning them in the ocean? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how Grady is even remotely finding this funny. Like this is insane. Like <laughs> I, I, I can't. I mean, normally, anytime I see sometime where I see like a lawsuit come up, I'm like, well, this is ridiculous, frivolous lawsuit. I hope they get every penny because I can't even imagine how you know traumatic this must have been. They Here's probably drifted. They're literally the stuck in the ocean, and they said six to eight foot waves. They're stuck there for a half hour. Thought they weren't gonna have enough strength to get back to the <laughs> to land. They thought they might die out there because the boat left them. The boat just left them alone in the ocean. How how is that funny? So here's what happened. Tell me if this isn't funny to you. <laughs> the group is uh, is is they all get on a boat. There's 44 passengers. Right. At 10.50 a.m., they anchor, and everyone goes in the water. And the captain of the boat informs everyone they're going to remain anchored in that location for about an hour, then they're going to move to a second location. The two passengers, these two people, or both experienced snorkelers, swam north. The passengers all returned to the boat at different times. At around 11.50 a.m., these two started to make their way back to the boat. The lawsuit said the water had started to get choppy, and after about 15 minutes of swimming, the couple realized they still had not made progress toward the boat. They signaled they were in distress and called for help in the direction of the boat to no avail. The vessel then moved on to its (laughs) second location. See, it's funny. It's It's objectively funny. (laughs) It's it's, tragic. It's It's not tragic. The two of them tried to swim. Thank God it's not tragic. They tried to swim in the direction the boat was moving, but the water was getting deeper. They began to panic as they struggled to swim in the ocean conditions. The couple about a half a mile from shore feared they would drown. They eventually reached shore at about 1 p.m., uh, noting that they were dehydrated and fatigued. I'm with the captain on this one. They then received help from a resident on the island. <laughs> Can you imagine what they what that fir- what first rep- uh, coming back to land, what that was like, when they, what they were saying to the people who they <laughs> first saw? I mean... Okay, so look, I'm not trying to diminish the significance of this. I'm in favor of the lawsuit. I'm not saying that anything about this isn't awful. But isn't it also funny? Like, now that you know they're fine, like, just imagine this circumstance. Like, we just sailed away, or not, probably it's not a sailboat, like, motored away, whatever a boat does. We boated away and just left two people in the ocean. How dehydrated could you have been? You weren't stranded for three days. It was an hour. No, that would be exhausting. That yeah, would that, be... That, when they're oh. literally... Yeah, I'm starting to life. come around here. This might not be as funny I mean, as I think it is. You're sitting there, and you're swimming, and all of a sudden, the boat gets goes further and further away. As you're 
screaming, guys, guys, guys. <laughs> and then it's the, you just see the boat going away. And then all of a sudden it's out of your eyesight. And then you're like, all right, let's try and swim. And you try and go one way. It doesn't work. Then you're trying to go the other way. Meanwhile, there's six to eight foot waves coming at you nonstop. At that point, you think you're going to die. Then you swim half a mile back to land. That's funny oh. to you. That's insane. Bubba's going to have nightmares. Bubba filed this lawsuit. Okay, <laughs> I know, yeah. What happened to the other story, that is funny. That's, okay, there's this that. story is funny. This took place with a man in Chesterfield Township, Michigan. This man gives his six-year-old son his phone. So the kid wants to play a game, like a, you know, a video game that you would play on your phone. And the kid wants to play a video game. So the father, who is home alone with his son while his wife is away at the movies with some friends, gives the kid the game. I mean, she gives him the phone. And just, just, you know, minding his own business while his kid is playing on the phone. The kid is six years old. All of a sudden, the father noticed the doorbell started ringing and just wouldn't stop. And cars just kept arriving at his house. The first brought five large orders of jumbo shrimp, salads, shawarma, and chicken pita sandwiches. The next brought chili cheese fries, ice cream, grape leaves, rice. And the next thing you know, the father realized this six-year-old boy had spent $1,000 on Grubhub and ordered large amounts of food from numerous area restaurants. The, the father said he had given the, the kid a cell phone for a half an hour, and that all of a sudden, food just started showing up. Now, that is funny. So much food had been ordered from so many different places that the bank sent the father a fraud alert declining an order from a pizza place that was for $439. (laughs) However, a $183 order of jumbo shrimp from the same restaurant did go through and arrived at the house. So this kid, a six-year-old, went on his father's Grubhub account and ordered $1,000 worth of food to his house. Now, that, Bubba, is unquestionably funny. No, that's a great story. I love that. I, I, I mean, and I, I see this all the time. Obviously, I don't have any kids, but a lot of my friends do. And, uh, you know, one of my one of my good friends who my his son I'm the godfather of, and they're – they're always taking their dad's phone all the time. I feel like that's their thing. As soon as they get home, they're like, oh, let me get get on the phone. They're just always playing games. So I can always just envision them just you, – you don't know what they're doing. You know, we, you, you know, they have the phone. You assume they're just, you know – playing a harmless game, but you don't know what they're doing. So I, I could absolutely see this happening. And the fact that the, the doorbell just kept ringing and ringing and ringing, and the bank had to stop it because they thought it was fraud is so funny. But in reality, it was just a child is great. Now, this this is a funny story, and for all you know, intents and purposes, harmless. Yeah. And I love it. So the father says that while all the food was being delivered, quote, and I figured out what happened, I went to talk to Mason, that's the six-year-old's name, about what he did. And as I was trying to explain to him that this wasn't good, he put his hand up, stopped me, and said, Dad, did the pepperoni pizzas come yet? (laughs) (laughs) He says, the the father says, I had to walk out of the room. I didn't know if I should get mad or laugh. I didn't know what to do. Which kind of parent will you be, Hembo, when little Michelle or the other one orders $1,000 worth of pizzas? on your Grubhub account, and you are then trying to explain to them why what they have done is wrong, and they say, hold on a minute, 
did the pepperoni pizzas come yet? <laughs> Will you be the dad who laughs at that or gets mad? I'm going to be the dad that gets mad at that because uh, I am uh, especially shrewd with my money. The other thing I was... I mean, that's an unbelievable line for that child. I agree. You have to laugh at that. Mason is a legend. No, Mason is a legend. You, you can be mad at first. I'm all for that. But if your child comes up with that good of a line, you have to laugh. Mason is an icon. That is a that is a super funny line. Little Michigan. He puts Mason. his hand up and says, "Has the pepperoni pizza arrived?" <laughs> That's just, a great line. It's just too good for words. Anyway, we needed a little levity today on this day where my nerves are at, at wit's end. I mean, I I can't even begin to explain to you how upset I am that I'm going to be sitting in a dark room for an hour and 45 minutes without the ability to find out what's happening today. One more reminder about the movie Champions, hilarious new movie <clears throat> starring Woody Harrelson, who's a hot-headed basketball coach in over his head when he's court-ordered to manage a team with intellectual disabilities and a whole lot of attitude. It's Champions. It's only in theaters on Friday, rated PG-13. Again, as there is any news whatsoever that comes on any of the football stuff, in particular, whether Lamar Jackson, there are any offer sheets, and whether or not Aaron Rodgers makes a decision on his future with the Jets, you'll get that information here on ESPN Radio for sure and with ESPN throughout the entire day. And another reminder, today is the day that Hembo and I got our book. It is called Got Your Number. It is the most exciting day of the process when they actually deliver your book and you see all of your work in book form. We couldn't be more proud of it. So if you think that this is a book that would be of interest to you, uh, in which we it is about sports debate and history, or if you think there's someone in your life who would like it, then pre-ordering it is the best thing you can do for us. And you can pre-order it from anywhere that you pre-order your books, anywhere you order books online. The book is called Got Your Number. The author is me, Mike Greenberg. And as always, we thank you endlessly for the support. Okay, let's go. Aaron, we need you. And we'll see you back in Better Than Ever tomorrow. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio. Diane Wuccini. Uh, Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcasts.